0: Okay, welcome everybody. Today we're here with Misha Tenenbaum of editmentor.com. Misha also runs editstock.com. A lot of you might be familiar with it. They provide practice material from festival films and short films for educational institutions and aspiring editors all around the world. And they've been doing that for the last seven years. So, hey Misha, glad to have you with us.
1: Larry, it is an honor and a privilege as always. Um, We've been friends for a number of years, and it's great to see you around again, even though it's virtual. I miss uh, your bear hugs. (laughs) Um, But seriously, I do miss seeing you in person, and thank you for having me on the show.
0: Hey, uh, no problem. Yeah, I guess we're all still getting used to the work from home, uh, interview from home uh, situation, but uh, this is better than nothing, and we're really excited to hear about your product. So uh, give us the demo. What is Edit Mentor?
1: OK, so a lot of you guys out there probably know me from Edit Stock, um, And there's a funny story. I'm, I'm going to keep it really brief, but basically I made a short film. I sold that short film back to the film school that I went to. And I thought, boy, there's got to be other film schools who want practice footage for their students. So that's that was the birth of edit Stock, And that company has been around for seven years. During that time, many, many, many people have asked me for curriculum, for training, and, you know, for a number of reasons, I haven't wanted to make it. I think we can all agree that in order to get better as an editor, the, the thing you need to do the most is just practice, right? I mean, more than any video you can watch, more than any, I mean, you would say this probably about your own course, which is if you're not using the practice material and trying the things that, are, that uh, are going on in the video, you'll only gain, say, maybe half of what you'll gain if you also do the, the practice work.
0: Absolutely. It's kind of like uh, learning a language. You, You know, you could learn a language from a book, but if you go to that country and you immerse yourself and you speak to people in that language, you're going to become a lot better speaking that language a lot faster.
1: Exactly. Now, one problem that we all run into is that when we are learning creative skills on editing, if you don't have a pretty clear sort of mentor person to follow or you're not I don't know, you don't maybe have as many projects as you'd like. What you're essentially doing is you're exploring and you're learning, but you might be actually teaching yourself bad habits. And my favorite thing that I ever my favorite classes in school were where you edit something, a teacher gives you feedback and points something out to you that all of a sudden becomes obvious, like somebody walks across the room and it's you should use the wide shot and that little like 10 second Piece of wisdom that they gave you that is pretty revolutionary. So I'm always trying to sort of change the world. And um, my way of doing that with the editing world, or what we call it uh, the video creation world, and I'll explain why we, we don't call it editing exactly um, in a minute, is the people who are going to be professional editors. It's actually a relatively small group of people. There's uh, in the US Census something like 35,000 people who consider themselves film or video editors. So 35,000 out of 330 million people in the country is not a, not a good statistic, right? It's a, we're a very narrow niche. But the number of people making videos is millions and millions of people. There are 50 million video creators in the US and there are 35 million YouTube channels and all that content gets edited. And so What we have here is this disconnect between people who are doing editing work, but don't think of themselves as I'm an editor, right? Even though that's what they're doing. So what we're really trying to teach is the skill of using critical thinking to assemble videos in a way that you convey an emotion and a message, something you're trying, you're actually intentionally trying to tell your audience. And in that sense, video editing becomes much more of a piece of pen and paper. And what we're really doing here is, as visual storytellers is uh, a language, is a form of mass communication.
0: Right, right. I think you know I, we all agree that at this point in time, every student in every, even elementary school is going to have to have some kind of fundamental understanding of media literacy. And we both know that editing is a critical component of media literacy, how to convey not only just the f- the frame that you're filming, but to provide context and maybe even an underlying emotion or message. Uh, and and editing is really the key to, uh, to doing that.
1: Yeah, and to intentionally curate the, the material that's being shown to your audience, right? Just like when you write something, you don't just stream of consciousness, write whatever nonsense comes to your mind. You move it around and you edit it and you reform it, you reshape it.
0: Well, you might do stream of consciousness on your first draft. And and just like editing, you could throw together a first draft and, you know, maybe somebody who isn't as educated about editing might put up that first draft on YouTube, but the more experienced editor will go through it and will look at the possibilities of juxtaposing the shots, juxtaposing the story that they're trying to tell. So, you you know, again, there's so many different levels of editing, but it's a fundamental skill that more and more of us, I mean, 35,000 right now, but like you say, with YouTube and business communications, all moving to video, it's gonna be a much more important and marketable skill.
1: It, It, I would say it already is. We just don't call it that thing. It's like you don't call someone who knows how to read and write when you're hiring them for your business. You don't call them a reader or a writer. (laughs) They're just, it's just an essential skill. And that's what video creation is nowadays. It's just an essential skill. It's just, you need someone who is capable of doing that. And you're really cut out of the economy if you don't gain that skill. I mean, you rapidly will become over the coming decades and already are probably experiencing some of that. Um, And many industries have had that sort of sea change. Uh, So now, okay, I wanna talk about my philosophy of teaching. And for that, I have to go to my first passion, uh, which is chess. So this Mm -hmm. program, what you're seeing here, it used to be called Chess Mentor. It's a part of chess.com and now it's just called Learn. But as you can see here, when I play the video, we've got some uh, stuff going on on the screen. We're highlighting things, We're, we're showing the king. You can learn a lot from that, but here's where the magic happens. You start the challenge, you have a coach, and the coach is telling you to do something. White wants to march the pawn up the board, but here I can like pick up the oh, this pawn? No, not that one. Wait, maybe just here? No, nope, that's not right. Give me a hint. Huh? Oh, okay, it's that one. It's that square. Okay, so what we have here is a teacher, sort of an automated teacher, but making the student interact. So other companies and other subjects do this. This is Code Code Codecademy teaches computer code. As you can see on the left, we have a teacher or a project that you're being asked to do. And then we have to do something like, hi, Larry. And this is part of the paragraph. So it'll show up on the right here. And so again, and um, the system will actually check if you got it right or wrong and give you a score. Now, we don't do that with video editing. We don't do that with the arts. And there are a lot of reasons why not. But Edit Mentor is here to change all of that. So, this is editmentor.com. And our goal is to teach people to make impactful videos and become a better visual storyteller. So, I'm just going to log in here and show you what we've built, which is amazing. So, Edit Mentor is a training platform. Right now, our, all our courses are on film but we will be building courses for documentaries, commercials, social media, and other types of video creation. It's just that my background as a union member and former uh, TV show assistant editor and editor is in film. So that's why we built this curriculum first. So here you're looking at some of our lessons and you can see my progress through the lessons and my scores through the lessons. This is already kind of weird, right? <laughs> like uh, how can you have a score on an editing lesson. So we're gonna click into the lesson called Scene Perspective. So Scene Perspective, we're teaching our users how to tell a story from the main character's point of view. And the way that we tell them to do that is by showing the main character on screen for the most number of seconds. Now, when I logged in, here on the right, you see a lesson. This is what the user actually does. This is what you, the student, You read this information and then you, uh, open up our proprietary hand-built, um, interactive training software that runs in your browser. So this is not Adobe Premiere. It's not media composer. This is edit mentor and edit mentor functions like an NLE. Now you can't, you know, make your own movies here. This is a training platform, but what we're teaching people how to do, and I'll just snap the timeline back to normal. What we're teaching people how to do here is tell better stories with video.
0: Let me interrupt you for a second, Misha. So are the dailies material uh, in each lesson, are they included with your subscription to Edit Mentor or do you have to upload your own material? How does it work?
1: All of the lessons are pre-built with all of our own material. And actually you don't even have to buy Edit Mentor. We have a course with 13 lessons and 100 of these interactive challenges that's free. So there's no reason that everyone shouldn't try it. We have an advanced course that I'll talk about uh, in a minute. Go ahead, Larry.
0: Okay, no, that's great. I just wanted to know know what the parameters were.
1: Yeah, there's nothing that the student needs to do except log in, read the information, and give the lesson a try. In this lesson, we're teaching how to tell a story from the main character's point of view, and we can see that this middle clip here is really, really, really long. This actually comes to us from a real student's edit. So this is actually how people put put this scene together. So Michael is the main character, but if you look at the timeline, you can see he has the two smallest clips. So how can we adjust this timeline to tell a story from Michael's point of view? And here you can see the challenge is asking you to use the rolling trim tool to extend both of Michael's shots to give him more time on screen, thus making him the more important character. You've probably done this a time or two in your life.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay, so let's extend Michael's first shot. I'm going to add so much to him, just until she looks up. We got to give, we got to give uh, a reason to cut to her, right? So some sort of sure. motivation. So she's going to look up, and then after she looks at him, as he reaches into his bag, we're going to cut back to Michael. Right. Find find a nice spot where the two shots kind of match loosely. Okay. now this is the same scene, but notice that this is the clip of Amita, how much shorter it is. And these two clips, the longer ones now, they're Michael. So we've changed the point of view of the scene. We've changed the perspective. Now we're telling the story from the main character's perspective. And I'm going to play this sequence again. And you tell me if it feels any different. Feel any different? Absolutely. Okay. Now let's see if our work, this is the real magic of Edit Mentor. Let's see if what we did was right. I'm going to submit my answer and you can see that the system checks your work, checks how far you trimmed and will tell you if you got the answer right or wrong and why. That Fantastic job extending Michael's shot so that we're focused on him more as he approaches Amita. The movie is about Michael. so. Editing, you're going to tell me, Larry, is a subjective art. There's not an objectively correct answer here. So let's Mm -hmm. view the possible answers. And I'm just going to click the clip that we adjusted. And you can see here that there are answer ranges. So if we had trimmed just a little in the beginning, your answer would have been partially correct. You'd have scored a couple of points and you would have received the message, good job giving Michael more time on screen, but you could probably extend his shot a little further. And if you had extended it anywhere in this range, it would have been right. You can see that I extended it almost to the very end of that green zone. So I just kind of barely made it. If I had gone a little farther, I'd have received the message, you trimmed off a bit too much of Amita's shot. Even though she isn't the main character, it's still important to see some of her during this interaction.
0: Right. Well, you know, to tell you the truth, uh, you're right. Uh, Editing and uh, all art forms are subjective. However, what's really interesting about this is that you're informing them of the different possibilities and, you know, you're not giving them any hard and fast edicts, right? You're showing what the difference would be if you cut here or, uh, you know, if you cut here with the overall, you know, message that we'd like to see Michael on screen for longer because he's the main character in the scene. So, uh, pretty cool, very, very cool. And gosh, it seems like a heck of a lot of work went into preparing for all of these possibilities.
1: This is years and years in the making and our curriculum is tested in the best way possible, which is by having tons and tons of editors try it. And we sort of coalesce on answers. So again, about that subjective versus objective correct answer. If a lot of editors come up with a lot of different answers to our question, it means it's a bad question. So we change the answer until the results that we get from editors in the community coalesce on a couple of choices. And that's how we know that those are the correct answers. Then when we teach students or people with less experience, what we're really saying to them, you know, what our curriculum really does is say, The majority of professionals would have made these choices that that's what really comes out of this. It's not Misha says, or, or our curriculum designers say it's um, this is what, this is what happens in the, in the real world.
0: How many, how many editors did you consult with to, to come up with these answers?
1: Um, We have a constant stream Uh, right now, our advanced course, which I will introduce in a minute um, we had 100 beta testers going through of uh, various skill levels from Emmy winning editors to people who have you know almost no editing experience whatsoever. We also have uh, educators going through it, film teachers and high school teachers. so we're really gathering a lot of perspective. none of this stuff gets published just the first time we don't just make a course and it's published. And that's it. And you deal with whatever we make. It's really refined over a period of time.
0: Right. So in the free version, there's about 15 lessons. How many are there in the advanced version?
1: There are uh, 12 lessons and 100 challenges in the free version. And there are an additional 150 challenges and videos in the paid course. The paid course also comes with a downloadable project for students to re-edit. So the whole course... Why don't I introduce that actually? In our advanced course, which is taught by American Cinema Editors Editor Stephen Mark, who also edited HBO's Deadwood and teaches at Chapman University, he guides students through a film that they will re-edit through 13 lessons, 150 challenges, and okay, so Stephen edited all these different projects. The pilot for the X Files, you know Deadwood, which is one of my favorite shows. Hell on Wheels
0: definitely it, has some chops.
1: Yes, he does. And as I mentioned, thirteen lessons. This is the first six. You can see the the rest here. Um, so the movie that you'll you'll be re-editing won a audience award at the 2019 Tribeca Film Festival in New York. So it won the award for audiences' favorite short film, and it's actually streaming right now on HBO Plus. So when you buy the course, yeah, you get the dailies to this short, plus 150 challenges of Stephen going through the different scenes in the movie and talking about how he assembled them, why he assembled it this way, how to watch dailies, comparing different takes. It's It's a really robust course.
0: Fantastic. Wow. That's great material to work with.
1: Yeah. And I can kind of give you a sneak peek. Okay. So in the 13 lessons, we talk about analyzing story beats, watching and responding to footage. We talk about analyzing the script, the editor's cut, how to build montages. We take two scenes and intercut them together to create parallel action. And then Stephen talks about doing notes from a director. And just to give you an idea, let's see one called analyzing footage. So this is the kind of stuff that is very rarely taught in a film school. So we have here a video with Steven explaining why he's picking the shots that he's picking. And then the student on the timeline will watch the shots. We're actually just watching dailies. So it maybe isn't the sexiest thing in the world, you know, necessarily. But this is what you do when you're making a movie. So here we have three, take, three takes of the same shot. And then we're asking the students to analyze them. Why might we use this shot? Why might we use a uh, wider shot? What is the difference between the close up and the wide shot? So again, these are dailies of the same moment. And we're just, we're just watching them, right? Like, how are they different? How are these four takes different? Where did the actor flub his lines? Um, Where did he change his physical motions? Which of these is the best? You know, which of these did the script supervisor think is the best? So that's how Stephen works more. It's a very precise method, you know, where he cuts every clip into the timeline moment by moment, as opposed to a more sculptor point of view, where you would sort of throw everything into the timeline and start shortening, trimming, and rearranging. Um, Stephen is very meticulous about picking first and intentionally cutting every shot in, and then so in the end we would pick which, which to use.
0: Right, and and th- that again boils down to each individual editor's style. Right, uh, which can which can vary greatly. But wow, man, it looks very very interesting. And again, it, you know, for anyone who doesn't have you, you know an understanding of w- what we do, it it certainly looks like you know, that they're going to get um, uh, chock full of knowledge. So how do you measure your progress? Uh, it looked like there was a bunch of graphs and and, yeah. and progress bars there. Talk about that a little
1: bit. That's one of my favorite, I guess, contributions to the industry that Edit Mentor has made, which is there's this notion that you know what we make is art it cannot be measured you know it's just sort of completely an objective uh, sorry a subjective thing like your cut isn't right my cut isn't right there's there's no you know whatever but Larry you and I both know that there's a better cut and a worse cut to some degree i mean maybe sure. maybe two professionals might come up with two great cuts but a beginner would probably give you a bad cut and it's bad for a reason and if you were to Uh, look at how other artistic subjects are taught, like drawing or painting. There are actually practice exercises that you do, you know, drawing a vanishing line or drawing shadows or drawing a still life are actually ways of practicing doing certain things. So what we've done is taken the big task of editing, broken it down into small bite-sized bits that can be measured and tested. And by doing so, we can give you a score which helps you understand yourself where your strengths and weaknesses are. So, for example, maybe you're really good at montages and you scored a 100 on that lesson, but you need to slow down a little bit when you're analyzing a story beat. Maybe that's your problem. Maybe you just need to spend a little more time with the script. Or maybe you understand the script but you don't understand the line script that well, and you're not necessarily finding all your coverage, right? So this helps you identify the gaps in your knowledge. And it also, and this is very important, a score gives you a motivation in a sort of gamified way. It encourages you to try again, and it encourages you to check where you were at and where you're going. It gives you a a goal to go to because I'm sure you've felt this way. I have certainly felt this way. You could be working on a TV show. Tell me who out there, you know, leave a comment if you've had this feeling because I certainly have. Let's say I edit the previously on for an episode of TV and I show it to the producers and they just love it. You know, they're like, this is great. We're going to air it. A few minor changes, but like it's done. And then you're very proud of yourself and you go show your editor and the editor goes, oh, this is great, but I would change blah, 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 blah. And by the end of it, it's completely 180 degrees different. And you wish you had cut it that way originally and you're down in the dumps.
0: Or you wish you never showed it to him.
1: <laughs> you wish you never showed it to him, exactly. But both of those feelings are are sort of wrong and ridiculous because for one, you have to edit it anyway and you have to, you know, you're going to get a range of feedback anyway. Um, but also neither of those two are a objective measure of some skill set you know, against what would be correct. Whereas in Edit Mentor, we have very detailed examples that do have multiple correct answers. So you can answer it different ways and get it right different ways. And we also have partially correct answers where you can answer it away and get most of the score, but not all of the score. And it, gives, it just helps you understand where your gaps are and, and keeps pushing you. You know, towards success.
0: Very cool. Very cool. It sounds, uh, y- y- you know, it's, it's wonderful that a product like this now exists because again, like we were saying earlier, everybody's going to need some sort of fundamental knowledge where you're starting out with, you know, dramatic scripted material. You're going to add other modules, lessons, which will, will explore other areas. Um, let me just ask you one thing in terms of Edit Mentor as it exists now. Uh, do you cover sound? Do you cover anything with music or visual effects, the different types of elements that are in a scripted show? Or are you primarily focusing on just building story and, and teaching the storytelling craft, which of course is is the most fundamental part of being an editor?
1: So right now, Edit Mentor does not teach sound skills but we will someday as the platform matures, you know, it takes us a while to build curriculum, but all the while that we're building curriculum, we're also developing the platform itself. So our sound tools right now aren't very robust. For example, we don't have a sound meter. We don't have a way to keyframe audio. So we don't have mute and solo. So there's not really a lot of lesson and we don't have question types that revolve around teaching those skills. So right now there's not a lot of value in us creating a sound course, although obviously sound is half the video. So we do believe in uh, teaching that. It's just going to be a little while till we get there.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure that there's uh, I'm sure creating this presented incredible technical challenges as well as the challenge of explaining and describing something that can be very amorphous and, and very subjective. So uh, kudos on that. But let me ask you, is is Edit Mentor available now? Is it, in, is, is it out in the world? Are, are people using it?
1: Yes and yes. And any, everyone is welcome to try it. All you have to do to try it is EditMentor.com and sign up for free. And you'll be just like instantly into our curriculum. And you can work on lessons like the one I'm in now. The one I'm in now is all about uh, learning how uh, different production terms on set like calling action and calling cut and how to read a film slate. And so here you can see a different type of question. We have, uh, these are called interactive markers. And so for example, this marker is asking what media card is this shot being recorded on? And it might not be entirely obvious if you're new and learning about film to know that it's camera card A, which means the A camera, And it's the 10th card that the A camera has recorded.
0: It brings up another question for me. So obviously you've done a lot of research in in developing this product. Who do you see as your target market? I mean, like what age ranges are you aiming for?
1: That's a great question. And I want to start by saying there used to be, you might remember this era, a very long lead time before you were allowed to be the editor. Very long, like seven years, 10 years, You know, it's like how in Japan, before you make the sushi, you have to make the rice for a decade, right? Um, (laughs) Right. That is not the case anymore. And the information that we are sharing can be learned by a much younger audience. And I think you're going to see really an enlightenment and sort of a renaissance of this field because people as young as, you know, 6th to 8th grade will be taking curriculum like this and learning about these topics. Our target audience is high schools, but we also have many colleges that have subscribed and many middle schools that have subscribed to our service. How do we feel, now why do we have a free program? And I I mean this sincerely, I believe that all people need to learn video literacy. And there's this, you get this false sense of security that you know video literacy because as consumers of it, we do understand it right away. So for example, when you read or write, if you don't know how to read and you look at a book, you don't get it. You know, you you can't decipher the message. But with video, video is this universal, global, cross-cultural language that everyone understands immediately. Everyone has a feeling. There are similar human emotions that happen no matter what culture you're from so you can you know one video can truly change the world and so for that reason and on that mission um edit mentor aims to just enable more and more people to tell better stories and to intentionally craft messages and to share their culture that's the mission of the company now on top of that some people will want to do this professionally and we'll need more training. And for that reason, we offer paid courses. But Edit Mentor will always have a free component.
0: It's very, very cool, man. That's really exciting. And, um, you know, as a, as a lifelong editor, I am very excited about the democratization of the medium. And I think uh, it's a no-brainer. I mean, if the course is free, you, you would be, you would, be, and you had any interest in editing, you would be, you know, remiss to to not explore it. Um, But what about the paid program? How much does that cost? Is it a monthly subscription? Do you buy, is it one off? How how does that work? The paid course
1: is a one-time cost with lifetime access. Um, The current price is discounted 50%. So the Stephen Mark course is $199. And that includes a downloadable movie that you get to recreate videos of Stephen, two hours of videos of Stephen working through the movie and 150 interactive challenges. So my advice to anyone who's considering uh, signing up for the advanced course, sign up and take the free course and see if this is right for you. And you'll know immediately, I mean, you'll know within the first lesson how much you enjoy learning in an interactive way. And there's nothing else like it.
0: Very cool, this is great, uh, Misha. I really appreciate you giving us the demo and I think, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be excited about this product. Uh, there's plenty to learn. And uh, we wish you the best of luck with it. Uh, we think that it can only do good for people to uh, increase their ability to communicate clearly with video. Our world certainly needs it now. And thank you again for, for doing this for us.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me on.
0: Look forward to seeing you soon.